1: Welcome to Spotlight. I'm so excited for our show today. We've got some very special guests on, and today's show is all about raising our frequency. We're going to talk about sound, the importance of sound. We have a special guests today, Jonathan and his wife and partner Andy Goldman, and they are the co author of the best selling book, The Humming Effect. And on today's show, we're going to explore how the simple act of conscious humming, yes, I'm saying humming, can be Used to enhance your health, your happiness, and to be able to bring harmony into your life. So I'm really, really excited to have you both here. I want to tell you a little bit more about them, and then I'm going to give you give you guys an opportunity to brag about yourself, Jonathan and Andy. But um, they have developed techniques that have been featured on many different radio shows, podcasts, TV shows. Um, they've been recognized internationally years in the field of sound healing um, for many many years now so I would love to know from you Andy and Jonathan just how many years have you been up to this
2: wow
3: (laughs) a combination of what honey
1: about
2: 65
3: yeah
2: almost as old as we are
3: (laughs) I've been doing Uh this Allison for 25 years with Jonathan and he had a head start and he's been doing it for 40 years so he is a pioneer in this field Mm,
1: I love that so much. And I would love to give you an opportunity to brag a little bit about yourselves and some of your biggest accomplishments. I want you to know that this is a completely brag safe space. And so I would love to know what are your, what are the top three accomplishments that you're most proud of, um, over your, your long career in sound healing. And Jonathan, we'll have you go first and then have you share Andy.
2: Uh, number one, is to develop a sense of humility and humbleness. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's see. Um, I'm the author of a, uh, half a dozen books, so many of them, uh, really award-winning and bestsellers involving the work of using sound as a healing modality. I am the creator of over 25 bestselling, uh, CDs, uh, downloads, etc., including one that was nominated for a Grammy and, uh, see I am married to the most beautiful and wonderful (laughs) woman in the world.
3: Oh
1: that's what a great accomplishment. Andy how about you?
3: Oh and I just want to say thank you Allison. Thank you Jonathan for that. I feel the same way about him after 25 years. It's great but actually we have written two award-winning books together. Our first one was called Chakra Frequencies and it won the best alternative health book of the year And now our Humming Effect book uh, in 2016 also won Best uh, 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 Health Book of the Year. And those are accomplishments that I really am so proud of. But also, Jonathan and I did a Healing Sounds intensive for over 21 years. Every summer, we had over 100 people from all over the planet coming to uh, work and learn about sound as a healing modality from us. So,
2: we it was have, ten days long. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, we can talk stuff for a while if you want.
3: <laughs> so, and of course, uh, Jonathan and I have a beautiful partnership, and that is, in my opinion as well, a huge, gorgeous, deep gratitude accomplishment. <laughs> Oh, beautiful!
1: Well, I'm so honored to have you here, and really excited to learn from you today because I've been studying frequencies and chakras for years now. I've loved to learn about different ways to really raise my frequency, and I'm excited to bring this to the audience as well because this. Uh, the, the idea of sound raising your frequency is not something that's new to me, but I'm really excited to talk about the humming and some of the techniques that you use that are new to me. Um, I, I really would love to know, though, how did you get into all of this? Were you just walking along the sidewalk one day and started humming a song and thought, oh, hey, I feel better? Or what, what, what was it that inspired you to get into sound healing? Tell us a little bit more about each of your journeys.
2: Allison, for me, uh, I like to say that the light of God or goddess uh, struck me one night when I was on stage and I became aware. This is, mind you, in the very, very late 1980s, I was performing in a rock and roll band in Cape Cod, Massachusetts. And um, lo and behold, as I strapped on my guitar and I looked out at the audience, I saw that the ambiance of the club was one of negativity and violence. And I realized the music that I was creating at that time was helping contribute to that negative and violence. And I thought, gee, what if music can be used to make people feel good? And that thought shifted in about a week, about 5% to what if music and sound can be used to heal. Wow, and
1: so when you were on this journey, when's the first time that you actually realized that you could create healing through music? So when did your idea actually manifest? Because I, and I'm just reading the comments here below, you know, we've got our listeners welcome through of course, voice America. We've got a couple people that we've invited to join us and type chime, chime in some questions below and some comments. And before we go on, uh, I just wanted to say, uh, Tara, she said, I highly recommend, uh, the Goldman's training, such a sacred sound experience. I remember we had an all day um, of toning, I guess what yes. a little bit, which I woke up my roommates during the night, even toning in my sleep, I apologized wow. and they actually said they love it. So it sounds like you're making a great impact on people. When was your first experience that you realized? Because I knew you were on stage, you had this idea, you had this concept that sound could be healing, but, but when did you, when were you actually able to implement that?
2: Well, Allison, I thoroughly immersed myself into the concept of using sound, uh, which at the back then, there wasn't, it wasn't happening. There were like, you know, a few recordings and maybe one or two books. And I was delighted to meet a woman named Sarah Benson, who became Andy and my dearest friend and mentor. And uh, she placed me in the middle of the circle. They sang my name. I had this transformational experience, came back and was like, wow, I got to make this my life's work. And that's what happened. And uh, my first recording, actually, I founded the New England Sound Healers, which became the Sound Healers Association. I got a degree from Lesley University, a master's degree researching the uses of sound music for healing. And I took my record company, which was at the time a new wave record company, and I turned it into a new age record company. And the <laughs> only I didn't have to change. was the name of the uh, company because it was Spirit Music, believe it or not. And uh, among people that we had uh, for about the first two or three years, I put out different recordings of different people until I found that I was uh, qualified to begin creating some music myself. And uh, it's been a rollercoaster ride since then.
1: How many people, if you could estimate, how many people have bought your music or have somehow been touched by experiences with you? you? Have you ever been able to track that or what would be your guess?
2: Well, just as a thought, uh, I've got uh, one uh, YouTube uh, video that's had uh, five or six million people, and this is a uh, daily chakra, uh, balance chakra resonance. So, uh, you know, if you think about that, it's probably in the millions. I thought about that when people, you know, say, well, I've had thousands of people. No, we've had millions of people who uh, literally have been uh, affected by this. What a blessing. And then on a personal training level, we've had many, many personal training in the thousands.
1: Well, and I just want to reiterate something because I think there's two things that I'm hearing here. First of all, I'm interested in the sound healing. But I know a lot of our audience are people that are coaches and mentors themselves that are looking to be able to impact more people that have that calling or that feeling inside of them, that they have a great gift to share with the world. And I would love to ground in the fact that here you were on stage, you're performing music, you're going down one road in your life. And all of a sudden you have this moment of inspiration. And I think that most of us can relate to that, but here's what makes you unique. And this is what I want to point out rather than just dismissing that idea or that moment or, talking yourself out of it. You really said, Hey, this is an inspired idea. And you shifted your whole uh, life to be able to follow that inspired idea. You took inspired actions and now you've been able to reach and help millions of people. And I think this is really important to understand and hear and also to take time just to say, I really honor you for following through on that and for creating something that you felt inspired to create. And I think sometimes it's not that uh, that we are we are the creators even, it's just that we align with what needs to be created and we're the instruments. So thank you so much for that. And, and Andy, I would love to hear your journey as well. How did you initially get into sound healing?
2: Wait, can I jump in for a second and blow her? born and say that she is the grandmother of coaching take it from there my dear
3: okay Uh, you know allison i my background is as a holistic psychotherapist and i you know did a lot of experiential therapies with my clients and sound i had a lot of colleagues that were involved with sound and of course i ended up being involved with sound as well and and then i What Jonathan was talking about, during that time, I started my own business called Telecounsel. And that was back in 1989, 1990, and it sort of evolved into what is now considered coaching. And I started consulting with other therapists and how they could start their own telephone at the time, telephone counseling. Uh, services at times have changed dramatically since 1989 (laughs) and 1990, but at any rate, um, I did uh, have the opportunity to meet Jonathan uh, through a mutual friend of ours who was also uh, a pioneer in the field of sound healing. And when Jonathan and I met each other, we just, well, it's 25 years now and (laughs) we just decided hey, this is a beautiful, beautiful, divinely inspired and guided relationship. And how can we then begin to work together? And how can we incorporate my background with holistic psychotherapy, with Jonathan's pioneering work with sound? And so that was when we started writing together and teaching together. Mm -hmm. And so it's just really pretty much evolved from there. And my, uh, gosh, I think I was, it was back in my 20s when I became very involved with metaphysical uh, areas anyway. And so it was kind of a natural, shall we say, guided by spirit uh, way for me to get into sound healing. Hmm. It was a surprise to me. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yes, that's so beautiful. I love hearing your story too. And I love you when you use the term guided. And I talk a lot about intuition in the work that I do and stepping into this place of flow. And I really do believe that when we step into this place of flow, when we align ourselves with um, God's will, with the universe's will, then things flow easily and effortlessly to us. You know, creation is fun. Creation is easy and it's, it's not a fight anymore. So I have picked up that up in both of your stories. And I want to digress just a minute here. I know this show is about sound healing and we're going to get into some amazing sound healing techniques here in the second segment. I want to talk a little bit more about your relationship. And maybe this is a little bit selfish on my part, but I think I uh, reflect a large portion of my audience as well. And that is your relationship together because um, I'm in a beautiful relationship right now where we're working together and we are building this business and working to bring Um, light and love and healing to people all over the world. And I want to know what are your tips and secrets because I'm listening to you two together. It sounds like you're more in love than ever. And it sounds like you've really aligned to work together and come together to to create even a bigger impact on the world. So what's your secret? What's your advice for um, being in a relationship with a soul partner where it's not only your partnership is not only the relationship, but also in in creating something that's going to impact or influence the world as well?
2: I think it has to do with sound, making sound and being in silence, i.e. listening to your partner.
3: And that is interesting that Jonathan said that because as you were – Forming your question I was thinking oh what what would I what would be a great tip and of course my first one would be to to listen to your partner and to always have that respect and you know it's interesting because I think it is you know putting each other on a pedestal on some degree it can then be that salve of when maybe they do something that you don't agree with or that you don't particularly like. Having that compassion is such a beautiful, beautiful aspect of a deep relationship and that understanding of, you know, wait a minute, what, where are you coming from? Let me try to understand that and now I want you to understand where I'm coming from and let us then meet in the middle and uh so we it's a it's a dance it's a just a beautiful dance that we've mm-hmm. been doing for a long time and Alison, i'm sure that you and uh, gerald have been doing the dance too for just a long time and um I, once again i really believe that there are these soul directives if you will that when you are in that flow i mean i had no idea that i would you know meet and connect <laughs> right. with jonathan I, I really didn't even know him and so you know, it was just meant to be. And so you, you know, embrace that and you nourish that and you work with that and, and in, a, in a way that takes work. You know, it doesn't just all sort of happen with ease and grace every day, but that's the ultimate uh, goal is to get into that uh, ease and grace and flow together. <laughs> that was a long explanation
1: i think (laughs) we've just got a couple minutes before break but i want you to touch a little bit deeper on this idea of soul directives you said that word something inside of me did that really resonated with something inside of me so uh explain what what is a soul directive
3: what what i what what it what it means to me and i'm sure it can mean different things for different people but i feel like when there is that soul directive it's as though the universe opens up this door that you don't even realize is being opened. And the next thing you know, you are walking into this room through that door. And all of these things start happening that you really had not planned consciously. And so I always feel, I got chills when I said that. So I always feel that that is uh, a soul directive. It's something that We are longing to do on that deeper level that is unconscious and uh, then becomes conscious.
1: Mm, I love that. And I I think that's part of tapping into intuition. I think that's part of accessing the subconscious. I was just doing a training this morning and I think our conscious mind is limited. Our conscious mind is limited by our experiences we've had and the things that we know, but we have the subconscious part of it. Maybe that's where our soul directive comes from, but that subconscious or spirit part of us that knows no limits that is able to tap into our full potential and to understand the things that we're capable of, that we can't even comprehend. And so when we tap into that and align with that, it's amazing to see what comes to happen in our life, things that we never could have even imagined. And so thank you for sharing with us your beautiful journeys of how you each got into sound healing and your tips for how to, to do that together as a couple. When we get back from break, we're going to go to break now. When we get back from break, Jonathan and Andy are going to share with us some tangible tips some ways to use sound vibration to help raise the frequency and vibration in our life In our body to be able to call in abundance and, uh, to be able to really just step into flow. So to follow those soul directives. So Jonathan and Andy, I'm so excited. Don't go anywhere. When we get back more with the Goldman's
0: change starts here. Change starts now. Join us.
1: The voice America influencers channel.
4: Guarantee, it will be the best hour of your week. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Zofia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Sophia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power, too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America.
1: I have very special guests joining me, Jonathan and Andy Goldman. And if you're just joining us, they are sound healing experts. Yes, they have decades of experience. They've been able to help millions of people to be able to raise their frequency through sound. Um, We have someone on here live in our chat box just raving about the experience that uh, she was able to have with the Goldmans. And I'm really privileged and excited to have them on the show today. And we learned a little bit about how you got into sound healing in the first segment. I want to dive right in and talk about why sound healing works and what it is. So could you explain to us, I mean, in, in simple terms, what is sound healing and how does it work?
2: Okay, uh, Allison, first of all, we'd be, we'd be given the concept that this is something that our quantum physicists and our ancient mystics are in agreement. Everything is in a state of vibration. And if it's in a vibration, it's making a sound whether it's electrons moving around the nucleus of an atom, or planets in distant galaxies moving around the sun, they're all creating a vibration that vibration can perceive as being sound. And in fact, our bodies, our organs, our bones, our tissues, all these things are in a state of vibration. And when we are in a state of healthy vibration, we are in sound health. But what happens if a part of our body begins to vibrate out of its right frequency? It's as though we're this wonderful orchestra that's playing the symphony of the self, but all of a sudden the second violin player loses their sheet music. They begin to play out of tune, out of harmony, and pretty soon the rest of the orchestra is out of tune. And this is, if you like, akin to a part of our body vibrating out of its natural, healthy resonant frequency. It's vibrating out of ease, out of harmony, we say it's dis-ease. So the basic concept of using sound for healing is basically giving the sheet player, uh, the string player back their sheet music and restoring the proper vibrational frequencies to that part of the body that's vibrating out of ease and out of harmony. Now, there are two ways that sound affects us. One is called psychoacoustics, which means the sound is going into our ears, it's affecting our brain, our nervous system, our heart rate, our respiration, our brain waves, or vibroacoustics. And this means that the sound is going into our body, affecting us on a deep cellular level, almost as though it's giving us a sonic massage.
1: So I want to I, I jump in right here um, because I have a question for you. I remember being in junior high and at the science fair, somebody had this experiment where they put one plant into a room with just really um, negative music, playing music with negative words and loud sounds and and chords that didn't harmonize. And then they put a plant in another room where there was this beautiful music, like a Baroque music and music that uh, studies have found uh, tend to inspire people or help their their brain waves to up. And I remember the plant that was in the room with the the beautiful sounding music. It was just healthy and strong and beautiful, and and it was about twice as big as the plant who had been in this this room with this harsh sounding music with this negative vibrational frequency. And I remember the plant was kind of like shriveled and looked weak and you could tell it was just barely hanging on. Um, is, is, that, is that what you mean by sound healing? Is that how sound can affect humans as well?
3: Well, Alison, that's interesting that you brought in that sort of visual that with that imagery that we were able to kind of think about because I wanted to say that intention is a huge part of sound healing. Obviously, we are all vibrational beings. And at the same time, intention, the intention that we put on the sound and what was happening to those plants is that that beautiful music, that intention underneath that was fueling that growth. And many, many, many years ago, back in the 80s, Jonathan created a formula that we feel is so relevant today. And that is frequency plus intent equals healing. So frequency, the sound.
0: Let me say
1: that one more time. Frequency plus intent equals healing. Okay, that's that's powerful. I just had to let that sink in for a moment and maybe give people that are listening a chance to just write that down absolutely
2: uh, i'd like to suggest that perhaps that's my greatest contribution to the planet is that formula which is simple and yet so profound because it means that the vibrations the sound have an effect but that effect is amplified and encoded with our consciousness or the frequency we put into it and if for example the outcome that we were uh, looking for is healing then that's going to be frequency plus plus 10 equals healing but another way of perceiving of it could be sound plus belief equals outcome, and we know of the power of belief, well, or placebo, whether it's, whether it's the work of Masuro Emoto, or Bruce Lipton, or Joe Dispenza, all, you know, all these people are showing how powerful our thoughts are, and that our thoughts coupled and amplified with sound, it's quantum in nature. Mm,
1: that's powerful. That's absolutely powerful. So I, I want to bring this to, a, again, a personal question. And I think that this is reflective of a lot of the audience. But um, so, so let me bring this, this down to an actual like tangible thing that we could use. So the other night I was sleeping and my shoulder popped out of the socket and I woke up and it was just so painful and it popped right back in. But now my shoulder feels a little bit weird. It feels weak. It, it aches a little bit every now and again. And, of course, I want my shoulder to feel better. I want to feel healthy. So how can I use sound plus intent to help speed up the healing or the frequency, the recovery? I know there's – I mean, I've studied frequency for a long time, so I know there must be some some vibrational frequency that's off in that area of my body. But how do I incorporate sound plus
3: intent to be able to help that part of my body heal? Oh. Um. Well, yeah, <laughs> we, both, we both have an answer for that. You know, one of the things that, that I find to be very helpful is when I do couple my intention with my sound and then I can also use my hands And uh, that were my shoulder, probably what I would do, Allison, is I would imagine or visualize my sound coming out of my hand into my shoulder and the sound can be something mm-hmm. as simple as humming and we'll talk more about that a little bit later, but it's really the intention, the sound, and the visualization. It's almost as though the sound rides on our uh, consciousness, and so I would work on it with that le- on that level just by myself until I could get, you know, maybe someone who does sound healing to do a session to help that along. But Jonathan, you wanted to also say something. Well,
2: I mean, it's really interesting because with sound, particularly with our own self created sounds, we need to work with this and realize that perhaps the first time that you make a sound, you're not going to be able to project it to a particular part of your body. So, once again, we're going to give you some techniques a little bit later, but realize it's, you know, as those, you know, you teach somebody how to breathe deeply and go into a state of meditation, they go, okay, I've meditated, now what? And the thing is, it's all cumulative, and the more that you practice this, the easier it becomes to project sound to different parts of your body, encode different colors, different geometric forms, different, if you like, uh, intentions onto the sound. So once again, the more that you work with sound, and yes, you would close your eyes, and as Andy said, put your hand there and then hum with experimenting with different pitches and whatnot, which, you know, to see what worked best with you, but also really just focusing your, your intention on the hum and the more that you work with that. And of course, it's not like, uh, if you like humming zippity doodah, here we are really doing humming as a deep, sonic, spiritual mm-hmm. healing practice.
1: Well, I remember the first time I really um, understood the power of humming, was I was doing a meditation that um, was being led by the Oneness Institute, the Oneness Institutes in, of course, India. And there was a beautiful book out called The Four Sacred Secrets. And I was listening to the audio version of that book that was written by the founders of the Oneness Institute. And there was a meditation called the Oneness Meditation. There, it's a series of breath, of breathing and doing different things. But one of the, the things that she had us do in that meditation was hum. So breathing in and then humming as we breathed out. And we did that for eight breath cycles. And I could feel the vibration of the humming, like raising the frequency of my body, I could feel my body stepping into this aligned and euphoric state through my own humming. And I could feel the vibration in the top of my mouth. And I could feel the vibration in my head. And I could feel the vibration down my spine. And it was such a beautiful uh, experience. Is that, is that what you're talking about when you talk about humming and using humming to raise frequencies?
3: Allison, you have just given <laughs> our audience the most beautiful description of how humming actually does work. And we like to call it conscious humming because, you know, it is very, it is done very consciously, but just like you did when you were in the ashram, you know, it was something that you did, you know, you. I think you said eight times, eight different breaths and eight different hums, and you could just feel your whole body shifting frequencies. And that is the power of using our own voice for self-created sound, i.e. in this case, humming. And also what happens when we're humming, as you just so beautifully described, there are so many physiological benefits that are occurring in our bodies while we are humming, such as our blood pressure is lowered, our heart rate is lowered. There is an increase in melatonin, an increase in oxytocin, which is that feel good hormone. And there's also an increase in nitric oxide. And that is a very, very important uh, aspect. And, and Jonathan always likes to talk about nitric oxide.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what, what is nitric o- oxide? Because I've heard of the other things you've talked about, but I'm not sure I'm familiar with the nitric oxide. So when is- you're
3: going to want to hear about this because it is vital, vitally important to our health.
2: Right. Well, nitric oxide, which is actually the, chosen as the molecule of the year in the early 2000s, um, is a vasodilator, which means that it basically relaxes and widens our blood vessels. And at the same time, it's also an antiviral agent.
4: Oh. So, for
2: example, right now, in this particular yeah. point in time and space in our uh, evolutionary history, uh, it's been suggested by a number of uh, healthcare professionals that humming, because it releases particularly nitric oxide in the nasal cavity which is where certain viruses uh, tend to uh, go, would be very beneficial for most people. So actually on our uh, healingsounds.com website, we have a little blog with some different, uh, shall we say, physiological benefits that are so important right now uh, in terms of people humming and why people should hum. So nitric oxide... Well, Dep-
1: time. It's healingsounds.com healing sounds yes. okay so that's beautiful because i know there's people listening right now that are going to want to uh, go there and get that so healingsounds.com. so let's let's talk about that i i'm i'm totally sold done, i get I get the benefits now and i want to know how can i incorporate more humming into my life how does how does somebody incorporate humming into their life is it just something where if you're in the kitchen and you're just humming it's going to help how can you consciously tap into that power of sound vibrational frequency and humming in your daily life.
3: What do you do? Uh,
2: well, read, our <laughs> <laughs> read, read our book.
3: What what we do, and this might help you know other people to kind of understand, we have a humming, a conscious humming practice that we do every day. And sometimes it's only for five minutes, but we will find ourselves a comfortable place where we will not be disturbed and we will begin to Focus on first our breathing, we will do diaphragmatic breathing, which is so important uh, to really relax our body, and then allow our hum to come forth. And if you can do about 25 hums, that is about five minutes worth of humming. But when you consciously hum and you have that intention of bringing yourself into balance, setting your tone, so to speak, for the day, that's a practice that we do. Now, people can certainly hum at many other times during the day, uh, but that gives someone mm-hmm. a specific conscious humming practice.
2: And, uh, Allison, I just want to acknowledge that uh, I have gone from doing some of the most, shall we say, complicated, mantric, tonal practices in existence that have been totally beneficial to going to this, which is perhaps one of the most uh, simple sound exercises, and yet I've found, for the most part, we've found, that humming may be, the simplest sound may be the most profound.
1: Now, I'm going to play devil's advocate for just a moment here, because I think sometimes, you know, it's that story from the Bible, where all they needed to do was look at the staff and everybody would be healed, and so people are like, that's way too easy, I'm not going to do that, I'm not going to go look at the staff. I mean, humming seems like it's pretty simple. You're talking about five minutes of humming a day. What would you say to somebody that said, well, that's, that sounds way, way too easy. <laughs> how, can, how can five minutes of humming a day really help me?
3: Well, I would say to definitely give it a try because it is it is such a simple sound. And like Jonathan was just saying, I mean, we have done... So many, you know, long mantras and you know vowel they're extended, great. Great. yeah, and extended vowel sound med meditation.
1: and
2: divine names. Oh my of all different traditions. Well,
1: there are some meditations where they're like in a different language and it's like ten minutes long, and I, you know, I can't rem- I can't even remember when it's a thirty-second, you know, mantra that's in a different language. <laughs> I mean, that's too complicated. I think this is what? this is and hard. You- I'm not getting it. So I and totally you- understand the complication you- of that.
3: Well, and Allison, you made a very good point because one of the reasons that Jonathan and I wrote this book, The Humming Effect, was because we wanted people, the, everyone. everyone, to be able to work with their own voice. And humming is, in fact, the one sound that everybody can make and has made since they were a little baby. Everybody hums. And so the of it being so simple is uh uh that sort of that ticket in it's try it because you will then figure it out for yourself that it really can be effective and
2: as a thought the if you like cosmic hum the ancient vibrational sound of creation you know may have been it uh as we uh, talk about in our book it is said in uh, the yoga sutras by a guy named that the original sound of creation was pranava the humming of prana and they mm-hmm. hadn't given a name so they called it om so the om which is of course most people know about came from the hum but getting back to what andy said we wanted to find a sound that people would not be judgmental of we wanted to find this for a lot of people sound healing Means for them, music healing, and they figure, oh, I'm not a musician. I just, you know, I can't play anything. I can't sing. I can't do this. We wanted to find a sound that was inclusive of everyone, something that everyone could do. And we looked at each other. We went, hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love that. And and thank you for answering that question. When we come back, we're going to hear more from the Goldmans. We're going to hear more about their book, how you can get their book. And we have a very special opportunity we wanted to announce uh, for our Voice America family to be able to learn more from them and how to use humming to raise your vibrational frequency and all the many other benefits that will come into your life from doing that. We'll be back in just a moment.
4: Influencers Channel. and get amplified if you want to join the ranks of the influencers you've got to think like an influencer how about joining one of the top influencers in the world leonard kim for grow your influence tree leonard and his guests discuss the topics that aspiring influencers need to know from brand building to getting yourself published and growing your audience there's a bunch of fun and even some twists involved to keep you on your toes You just have to listen every Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7.
1: Welcome back. If you're just joining us, today's show is all about sound healing and the power of the hum. That's right, the power of the hum. We learned last segment how humming can help us to raise our I always get I always get a mix up at melatonin, right, which helps us sleep. Serotonin, which makes us happy. Jump in, Andy and Jonathan, if I'm saying these wrong. And helps,
2: also nitric oxide.
1: nitric oxide, which helps us to be able to fight off viruses, which is really helpful right now. And humming, of course, is something that we can all do. So really excited to hear more from Andy and Jonathan about their book, The Humming Effect, and a really exciting announcement that we have coming up. But first of all, I want to welcome Lori Richens. Lori Richens is, of course, the host of our family first segment. Lori is the mother of seven beautiful children. She's joining us today from Fruitland, Idaho. So Lori would love to hear your
5: thoughts on this. Well, as a mother of seven, you can imagine and Allison, your mother, how many times we've naturally just hummed our children to sleep. How many times we've just used a little lullaby or something to help soothe their soul. And so I want to share something that I learned years ago about the power of sound. I was actually a teacher at a private school. I don't know if you knew that, Allison. And it was a a very refined, dignified school. They wore uniforms and they stood up when adults walked in the room. And they said the Pledge of Allegiance in in, um, English and in French. It was just a very, very refined environment. And we were taught as teachers to go to the piano and find middle C. And we were told to make sure our tone as teachers stayed below middle C because it was more soothing to the students and they would be more apt to take the information in that we were teaching. So it's really important to understand we live in a day with all of this chaos and confusion and screaming and megaphone use. It actually kind of fractures the body and it causes you to surrender and submit. So when people don't get their way, they increase their volume because it's, in, it's stressful to the body and people will surrender. Now, at that uh, school, uh, liberty and freedom was very, very important. And so I had a chance to be mentored one, by one of the experts in the Constitution in the United States. I sat at his feet and learned. His name was Glenn Kimber. He was also a veteran. And he taught a seminar called The Two Faces of Music. And he taught about the power of music to help or to harm the soul, the person. And he talked about a war, and I believe it was the Gulf War, where very intense, hard rock, acid rock music was blared at the enemy through huge speakers. And the intention of this was to get them to lay down their weapons, to scatter their thought, to remove their strength and their fortification so that they could just escape this intensity and it worked. So it's very important to understand that when we expose ourselves in our head or in our home to things that have that fracturing capacity, we remove our ability to be fortified. And so our um, guest today spoke about uh, Masaru Emoto, and he was a molec- he studied molecular structure of water when it was frozen. And I just want to finish with this concept. He took water. You probably know about this study Allison but um, it's in a book from 2004 called messages and water and he took water and froze it and he labeled some of those water vials with words that had vibration of course and with um, exposed it to different kinds of music and our bodies are made up of 60 to 70% water so the music that was harsh and was, was heavy, ended up scattering the water so that it wouldn't make a crystal. But the music like classical music or Enya ended up creating these beautiful crystal formations. So be mindful of the music and the tones that we're exposed to. If you want to fortify your mind and fortify your family, make sure that that vibration is sound and strong so that you can have the intention that you want in your life.
1: Thank you so much, Lori. And I am familiar with that study and, and just the power of sound frequency. And I've noticed in my life a lot with my children, if there was something that they felt distressed about just playing some peaceful music, it really helped affect their mood. I also am, am a huge believer in um, listening to like vivaldi and some of the baroque music especially when you record your affirmations i have something called my life vision and i remember recording that oh probably like eight or nine years ago and it it was all the things that i wanted to create in my life and i stated them as if they were happening and then i have my myself reading these things back to myself reading my ideal life vision and having this um Baroque or classical music in the background and it was so fascinating to me because I would listen to this every day and within probably three or four months even the things that seemed consciously impossible I was able to manifest and create in my life one of those things was reaching millions of people. At the time, I was had a reach of a couple thousand people a month and I had no idea how I was going to expand my reach to millions of people. And it was in those, those three or four months that I got a TV show and then I also got this opportunity to have this uh, radio show on Voice America. And, um, and now my voice gets heard all over the world. So I felt really empowered by that. It was amazing what the, the power of the intent like Andy and Jonathan talked about when you added the frequency and the intention together. Um, What was brought into creation. So I love that formula before.
5: Thank you so much. And just one more thought when you and I were in California and we had this big event, we were going to um, one of my favorite memories of you was being in your car and you were playing classical music. You had a variety that was coming streaming through your, your sound system. But one of those songs was a classical music song. And I just remember sitting back in your backseat, just feeling so content and so peaceful in that moment so thanks for giving me that
1: thank you Lori. i appreciate that well thank you so much for our family first segment Um, i want to come back to andy and jonathan now we've only got a few more minutes left in the show but i would love andy and jonathan you've got a book out called the humming effect it talks all about how humming can can uh, have benefits our life and how to incorporate conscious humming into your life so that you can of course take advantage of the benefits of this wonderful gift of sound healing that, that we have within us. So I would love to know how can somebody get your book? Where can they find it?
3: Well, they can go to our website, which is healing sounds.com. And of course it's on Amazon with all the other books.
2: And there's even okay. an audible of it. So uh,
3: you can get it on Kindle. It's- audible so i would say you know to try our website or amazon
4: our website once again is
3: healingsounds.com beautiful
1: you have it on audible very appropriate especially since you're talking about the frequency of sound (laughs) (laughs) sometimes i love to listen to books on that and i want to make a very special announcement for those of you who have um felt like this resonated with you no pun intended and you felt uh, aligned with this frequency of humming and want to learn more about it and are interested in getting Andy and Jonathan's book, they've agreed to do a book club. So I would encourage you to get the book. And then through this book club, we're going to be going through the different chapters. We're going to be discussing the different benefits. They're going to be um, able to answer questions and be able to give real feedback during this book club. So if this resonates with you, if you would like to be part of this book club, if you would like to learn more about humming, but also be surrounded by a tribe of people um, who are also interested in humming and, and, and have that accountability. I think there's a lot of fun that comes in with book clubs too. And one of the things that I think is so fun is oftentimes I read a book or I'll learn new information and I have this desire. I want to talk about it with somebody. I want to say, here's my experience. What was your experience? Or here's something I picked up on. What were things you picked up on? And so I think book clubs are fabulous for that. So if you're interested in joining that book club, you can just email me Allison at soulintuition.com. That's A-L-L-I-S-O-N, Allison at soulintuition.com. And I will send you all the information and dates on that. Um, Jonathan and Andy, we have about five more minutes left in the show. So probably, I don't know, three or four more minutes um, for you to be able to share any other additional wisdom that you have or anything else that you feel inspired to share Um, When it comes to sound healing, what what are your, if there was one takeaway you'd hope people would get from today, what would it be?
2: Well, Andy, uh, this would uh, be, um, Andy, I'm going to have you share it, but uh, from our Chakra Frequencies book and the way that you can use sound to enhance relationship.
3: Right. You can do, you know, with your partner, you know, you can sort of make an agreement ahead of time that if you get into a, difficult place or you know there's some stress between the two of you if one of you would have the presence of mind to say honey give me your hands and let's <laughs> hum together let's own together and you do that for two or three minutes that is going to shift your energy
1: okay I'm so, and you may see me blushing because i want going sort to of bring in a couple of things here number one Gerald and I a lot of the times just his voice and there's certain tones of his voice that absolutely, well, turn me on a lot of the times, to be quite honest, but also just create that that beautiful resonance in my soul. And then there's times when we've just, for fun, one of the things that, um, you know, he's done in these different groups or wherever we've been is we've just owned, there's a beautiful uh, experience we had in Costa Rica when we were there last time where we were leading a group of people for the spiritual retreat that we had. And one night, they had this sauna there. And We went down into this sauna and there was this group of us there and we started just humming and just singing and having these different frequencies. And I think this works with partners, but it also worked with our group. We felt such a resonance as a group just to be able to do this together. So
3: that was really Allison, one of the benefits of self created sound, it does release oxytocin, which is the trust hormone. And so that feeling of connection with all of those other people was really uh, being generated by your self created sound.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So.
3: Oh, that's so
1: beautiful. Uh, Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for being able to be in flow, to be inspired, to create a book that uh, can bring this simple technique to each of us to be able to help us to raise our frequency. And again, if you're interested in joining the book club with Jonathan and Andy, they're so generous to um, be able to offer their time to people who are reading this book, please email me, allison at soulintuition.com. Just put sound healing or book club as the subject in there. And my final thoughts today as we're leaving is that it is really important to pay attention to frequency. It's important to pay attention to the sounds that you're making and the sounds that you're hearing, whether that be your radio that you're playing, whether it be the TV show, whether it be the voices of other people that you're listening to, who do you surround yourself with each day? And then also the frequency of your own voice what are the kind of self-talk or things that you're saying to yourself out loud so often throughout the day i'll catch myself saying oh allison or oh i can't believe that or making these sounds of frustration but uh i've i've shifted that to make sounds of pleasure to make sounds of delight to make sounds of oh thank you so much (laughs) even to myself when i do something good so be conscious of the sounds that you create in your life and to raise your frequency. And as you raise your frequency, remember that you're going to affect the people that are around you. As you choose to say words, what are the words that you're creating? What what is the frequency that you're calling into your life and to other people's lives around you? And my challenge for you today is to create a frequency of love for somebody, whether that be through a phone call, whether it be through a song that you sing to somebody. This morning we are singing happy birthday to somebody on our legendary tribe. How are you going to use your sound frequency to make somebody else's day better? And a huge shout out to our Voice America team. Thank you so much for making this radio show possible. I love you all. Go forth and raise the world's frequency with your sound. I'm Alison H. Larson. You've been listening to Spotlight. And tune in next week for more inspired conversations with people who've transformed their lives and are now working to transform the world. Until next week, I'm Allison.
4: Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America.
1: We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites,